Good afternoon, Chattanooga. Good morning to those of you who are listening to us abroad. This is Rev Young Yates with your Noonday Nugget. Follow us on Facebook at The Connecting Place with Arlevon Yates. Uh, follow us at True Vine Temple Chattanooga and on YouTube, True Vine Temple Chattanooga. A good, again, it's Rev Young Yates with your Noonday Nugget. I've been on a hiatus, uh, a, a, a particular needed sabbatical uh, working on my mental health uh, going through some things trying to hear the voice of God and I did uh, I have and I am still hearing but I want to drop by today talk to you about learning lessons uh, Exodus 17 and Numbers chapter 20 tells a similar story cries from uh, the wilderness uh, situations on the sideline if you will Moses had been left in charge but even in that he struggled with his siblings uh, Miriam and Aaron uh, they sometimes felt that they should have more uh, power but Moses was God's appointed man and it's here in Genesis excuse me Exodus 17 and Numbers 20 where the people are not satisfied with who God has gifted them with. I say often that most of the time, some of the time, we reject God's gift because we don't like the gift wrapping. Be careful on who you think cannot be an answer to a prayer you pray. They quarreled against the leadership because they were not satisfied with God's man. And even so to the point they were so frustrated with life that they assumed and they even conveyed from their mouths that it was better when we were enslaved. Why did you bring us to this wilderness to die is the question asked. Why did you bring us to the wilderness for our families to die? The question was asked because we could have just stayed in slavery. It was in slavery we were taken care of. It was in slavery where we ate uh, sufficient, dying sufficiently. It was in slavery where we had someone who was looking out for us. But now in the wilderness, you and God seems to have forgotten about us. And so why is it you brought us here to die? The sad report is that they died there. Uh, they continued to live a little longer, but they died there because that's the place where their belief died. Again, Exodus 17, Numbers 20 tells the same story. And because they chose to die and not live, uh, they carried it with them for some 40 years. And then again in Numbers 20, they still lack the belief. Our lessons are gifted to us through life experiences. And it's usually a sign to teach us something. But we have to choose to learn what's coming our way. And we cannot die in the things that we have lost and once. Uh, had and now grieve but we have to choose to live in spite of to keep pushing even still but these people had the same mindset uh, for some 40 years because they died in the heart and belief that we could have stayed in slavery and we would have been taken care of better. I stopped by to suggest to us on a Tuesday afternoon that there are plenty of things that we have had success with plenty of places and places God has graced us to be, yet it's those few things uh, that we cannot seem to master, those few things that we cannot seem to find success with, those few things that seem to give us trouble that frustrates us to a point where we keep fighting. But I would suggest too to us 
that there's a difference between fighting with and fighting against. When the story is told in Exodus 17, they almost lost the battle that they were at because they were on the sidelines grumbling and fighting against each other. They were not fighting with, but they were fighting against. And because they were divided in their mindset, the people almost won the battle. But guess what happens? God shows up very present help in the time of trouble and even while we are uh, yet deciphering what we should do in our walk God is still willing in his way to keep us cover us and guide us though we may not see it God is teaching us life lessons we should choose to walk in it it's simple let my power fade away find rest in God's power Allow your words and works uh, to align with God's will and ways so you can walk in the design purpose for that he has for our lives collectively and individually. But here, here, here it is. Here it is in a nutshell. I'm done. Belief. When you lose belief, when you lack belief, when you have uh, yet to continue to walk in belief, pieces of you begin to die. Because you don't see it as an effort to live. Dr. T.N. Dayton, psychologist, says that when we look at death as something that is uh, coming our way, an imminent mortality, if you will, we begin to wrestle in that fear because we're fighting a battle that we know we cannot win. She says, but when we look at death from the standpoint of understanding it's an existing state beyond this one, uh, we look at it as an extension past the life we have now, we would approach death differently because we would understand that once is appointed a man to die. We would understand that a man's days are few, but they are filled with trouble and they'll fade away just like the flower. So we would embrace the living because we're not concerned with the dying. The goal is to walk in God's purpose and live full, live full that you may die empty. But here it is, when you die once, you don't have to die again. If any man shall follow God, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow him. And then God will show you the way. The lesson to life is to understand that my knowledge is limited while God has no limit. According to Mary Jane Blige, he loves without a limit. Be blessed and remember, you're on the mind of God.